Dr. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. You're putting me on. No, it's pronounced Frankenstein. Do you also say Froderick? No, Frederick. Well, why isn't it Froderick Frankenstein? It isn't, it's Frederick Frankenstein. I see. You must be Igor. No, it's pronounced Igor. But they told me it was Igor. Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? everybody welcome to ongoing comic book discussion podcast my name is test i'm your host on day three of 31 days of horror i don't know if you guys heard that ghoul but that ghoul's name is also john babe it's my husband what's up hubs how you doing what's going on babes what's going on babes i'm doing great i'm super psyched because we're reading mary shelley monster hunter we are. We are. We're reviewing. We read. We read it. We are. We're not going to read it on air. We're not going to read it. We're going to. We could. We could, but that would give it away, wouldn't it? That would totally re- give it away. And I'm not here to do that. I'm just here to review a comic, man. I'm down. I'm in. So sold. So, babe, 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 you're the guy that got me into comics. You're you know the- what? I don't take all the credit in the world on that note. Not in the whole world. I feel like. You loved comics, you just didn't even know it. Mm. I just gave you an excuse to let your freak flag fly, um, which is kind of my thing. Yeah. Let people just do you, boo-boo. Yeah. Do, go you're, ham. You're weird, I'm weird. Yeah. We kind of just go together like shamma lamma lamma shading ba ding So how it goes? I don't know the hand drive. I was going to try it, but... It's not nope. even the hand drive, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a hand drive. Is it the hand drive? Everybody hand jive. I'm That is not the song. <laughs> I would have known it like a glass and a half of wine ago. Oh, okay. You're a glass yeah. and a half in. A glass and a half. Yeah. So, well, being that it is Halloween time, tell me what does Halloween mean to Vu? Halloween to me, it's it's fun. It's uh, playful. It's little macabre, little bit of just weirdness, and then uh, a lot of alcohol, usually. A lot of alcohol, yeah. A lot of alcohol. Yeah. Um, But I am just, I'm still newly into my 30s, so I haven't hit that part of my adult, who am I kidding? Halloween's always going to involve alcohol with me. It's going to be great. It's always going to be alcohol. It's always going to be alcohol, yeah. Mm. No, no, no. We, we've had a lot of fun. We really love Halloween because we... Celebrate it year round. We actually got engaged right before Halloween. We did. We did. Not on purpose. It just kind of happened. It just kind of happened. Yeah, but we have like Halloween art in the house. We've got, we we don't care. Halloween is literally 365 days a year for us. Not like full on. Like I say, like probably September 1st is when it gets a little, like a little more spooky up in here in the Yano's yeah. fam. We also have like feel good movies that you and I both love that yeah. are Halloween specific. Elva. Oh, for you yeah, it would yeah, be Elvira yeah. or well, Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, <laughs> I actually bought you as a Christmas gift. I'm pretty sure you know which one it is. Ernest. Oh, Ernest, Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. Too bad that's not a comic and we can't review that. Oh, that would be number one. I know. 
I know. I love Ernest. But we're not here to review Ernest today, are we? Hey, are are we, babe? I was going to say honey, but I never call you honey. Honey bunny. Honey bunny. Honey bunny. Um, today we are reviewing Mary Shelley, Monster Hunter. All right, let's do a little summary here and then jump right into it. Do it. I want to hear your summary. Wait, Summarize no. It. First of all, can you tell us how uh, you found this comic and why'd you even choose it? Yes. Oh, my God. So we, you and I, we went to LA Comic Con in 2019. Yep. Um, you had to go early. You had to leave uh, for our voice acting spiel. Mm-hmm. I was stuck there with our, our really good friend, Amelia. I should say stuck there. Me and me are having a great time. And uh, we went to this one booth. It was called uh, Aftershock Comics. Mm-hmm. And I'm, while I love comic books and I feel like I know a lot of stories, um, I myself am just getting my feet wet with uh, new distributors and new content creators. So it was, uh, Comic-Con was really fun for me because I got to see a lot of different artists and a lot of different, um, just, honestly, it's all art. All this different art from these creators that don't have the notoriety, who are just like, this is their big moment. This is their yeah. Olympics. Yeah. Um, which is honestly one of the big reasons after all this is uh, said and done, I really hope uh, we have a Comic-Con again. That being said, I ran into Aftershock Comics mm-hmm. um, due to their trade uh, animosity. Mm-hmm. That was the first one that I noticed that I really enjoyed. Uh, it was about animals and you and I having a very animal-centered <laughs> uh, home. Yeah, for sure. It was very fitting. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I wanted a deal, and they had like a two for the price of one or three for the price of four, I forget. <laughs> um, I bought a few things off of them. I got Rough Riders, um, but then I also got Mary Shelley Monster Hunter because it's based on literature. Anything that has something to do, like it pulls something from real life, I'm like, yeah. ooh, uh, I'm intrigued. I want to see what you did with that. Yeah. So um, I snagged it, and uh, it was love at first read. Love at first read. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, you brought it home, and I read it, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love. And you brought the five, first five issues. It wasn't in, like, a bound first volume yet, no. um, which I don't know if it has any continuation after. Well, I actually just looked it up. It does not have a continuation after volume five, issue five. Well, issue five. excuse me. Um, but that's okay, and I, in my opinion, I think that even if they were, this was to be a one-shot, it's still a very hearty story, and it's awesome. It's like, it's a retake on Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which Mary Shelley, she was a lady from a long time ago. She wrote Frankenstein, uh, through a contest. Uh, Or no, I don't know if it was a contest, or it was like a, um... It's not like a contest like in here, I don't think, but it's something where it was like a, it was an assignment or something like that. So she wasn't like, I'm going to sit down and write this Frankenstein yeah, horror there story. There was a reason. It was like, it was assigned to her in whatever fashion. And so she wrote this and now everybody knows Frankenstein. But Frankenstein! Frankenstein! I know, I know. And uh, I love, we love Frankenstein. And, Br- and Bride of Frankenstein, which is funny because Frankenstein is actually the scientist, but why would they call him the Bride of, call her the Bride of Frankenstein? Is it Victor Frankenstein's bride? What? Uh, time for real talk. I don't know if I've ever seen uh, the Bride of, like the original Frankenstein's bride in like the universal film. 
Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. We need to do that this year. Yeah, we, we, we should. That's got to be on our list. I don't even think I've seen the original Frankenstein. I'm just in love with like Mel Brooks's young Frankenstein. <laughs> Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> Woof. No, I love that movie, and I, I love this. Um, we'll get into it a little later. Um, I loved how they left it. Um, they gave the story finality. Yeah. So it's very much um, the conclusion after issue five, right? Like yeah. the main principal story um, ends in issue five. But they give you a little bit of like a little whisper of, well, maybe something else could Possibilities. Yeah. Um, when, when it all goes down and, and uh, they're talking about how other people get we'll get into it later on but we'll get into it it's um it's it's fun it's very yeah. fun what they get it's like fun let me do a little summary here so you guys know exactly so pretend you're looking at the back of the book and you're like okay what's this thing about well i'll tell you right now so for nearly two centuries scholars have wondered how on earth mary shelley a 19 year old girl was able to conjure one of the most frightening and enduring horror stories of all time frankenstein but with the recent discovery of Mary Shelley's secret memoir, the truth is finally revealed. Mary Shelley didn't just write Frankenstein, she lived it. Cue lightning, cue lightning. Whoa, did you see the lightning? Whoa, it's lightning in here. Traveling back to that historic Geneva winter of 1816, Mary, her fiancé, Percy, sisters Claire and Franny, and the celebrated poet Lord Byron find themselves guests of the eerie Frankenstein estate. The macabre and frightening events that follow lead Mary to both a gruesome and shocking discovery. Their mysterious host is not at all what they expected, and their intentions will change the course of Mary's child. Mary's life forever. There we go. Everybody got that? Okay. Brought to life by Adam Glass, who did Rough Riders, which we also have. Rough Riders is amazing. Yes. And Olivia Cuertero Briggs, with art by Hayden Sherman, Mary Shelley Monster Hunter is historical fiction at its most aftershocking, because this is aftershock Aftershock comics. comics. Uh, big shout out to them. They do amazing work. What else have you read by Aftershock? Um, like we read, read Rough Riders. Yeah, like we, we read Animosity. Yeah. Um, there is, um, there's one that's called uh, Groove. Groove? Yeah, it's called Groove. I think it's about like music band and murder. Oh, nice. Um, cool. I really want to read it. But um, yeah, it's 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 one of those things, right? It's, it's a lot like, you, you know, in tech, there's like Apple. And then yeah. there's everyone else. Yeah. Um, and then in comics, it's very similar. There's DC and there's Marvel and then there's everyone else. Yeah. And I think it's super important um, to get to these independent companies and not even independent. I mean, this company's been around for years. They're probably, we think of them as not part of the big three, which is DC, Marvel, and Image. Mm-hmm. But you um, think You think Image have, is like a big three? I definitely think so. Really? I mean, with, with their, I think you're only as good as your hits. Sure. Um, an image has hits. Yeah. I mean, you think of the 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 most impactful comic books in the last like decade or so mm-hmm. that have like stood the test. That are still comic books that'll go back. I mean, you look at Image. You look at uh, Boom. Um, I think Boom did uh, Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. yeah, that we reviewed in um, around Christmas time mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's super important to give these comic books a shot. And, um, you know, you reward something that looks like they put 
brain and effort and heart into, right? That's For how we sure. see it, find it. Um, so I'm constantly, whenever we go to our local comic shop, uh, shout out to House Secrets. House Secrets. Um, and Black Cat, and Black actually. Cat. Black Cat. And Perky right Nerd. And Perky Nerd, everyone. <laughs> but I love scanning what they got, and I like seeing weird stuff. Yeah, man. Um, a, I love Superman. Superman was my introduction to comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I love me some weird stuff. Show me something I've never seen before. I agree. Like, I feel like my favorite stuff is when it's, like, not... I say the big two, DC and Marvel, Mm -hmm. just because it's so well-known. And I've read some good Marvel and DC stuff. It just feels sometimes too formulaic for me to -hmm. the point where I'm just kind of like, okay, that was a story. I feel like I've read it before. And prove me wrong, people out there. That's why I have OCD on here, is for people to come on here and prove me wrong when it comes to that, especially... But I 100% agree with you. Um, independent comics, that's where it's at, man. I feel like, I feel like, okay, so, and then just my opinion, and we'll jump into this comic, but, um, like, when it comes to DC and Marvel, because it's so formulaic, there's, like, a standard that you really have to hit, especially when you're a writer. Like, this, I don't think could be a Marvel or DC comic. It's doesn't, it doesn't scream that to me at all. It's definitely independent because it's, like, I, I mean, it's just so different. I mean, it's a story... From another story but it's not like they spun like they spin the story but it's like she's retelling yeah. how mary shelley came up with the story of frankenstein saying that she lived it and the only reason that she didn't produce it as a work of fiction is because nobody believed her and like that's spoiler towards the end but yeah. that's am- that's amazing because of the times yeah no i don't get me wrong i love me some marvel um right now i am fanboying hard on Miss Marvel. Um, yeah. Kamala Khan. Uh, I think that's so... I just started reading it. I'm about three trades. Three or four trades three or four in. Trades, I, yeah. I love it. Um, and I love my DC. I love uh, the Superman story. But it's a... It's a it's a story that's been told, you know, um, and that's fine. It's the reason why you you, yeah. you love the show How I Met Your Mother. We yeah. were just literally watching it because it's comfortability. It's like you know what's gonna happen, yeah. you know. And it's as long as it's well written. There are some Superman stories that are we can cuss now, so I'll say it. Yeah, dog shit. They're not <laughs> good, yeah. but you get some weird ones and they're fun. Um, we I got the the. Superman smashes the clan. Yeah. Um, and that that's fun. It's weird. It's different. It's made for kids, but it's, uh, it's relevant. very socially relevant. Yeah. Um you know, it's it's good. Um for every great Superman story, there's a really shitty Superman story. For every great Batman story, there's a really shitty Batman story. Right. And for great and for every great independent story, there's a yeah, shitty there's one a shitty too, one. you know. Yeah. Thankfully, Mary Shelley is not a shitty one. No. Um, it's super fun. It's the artwork. My my thing, um, I love artwork in yeah. comic books, and it's very reminiscent of a, a Samurai Jack, the Cartoon Off Cartoon Network. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I have not seen it, no. Um, it's back in my day. Back in your day. Which we're not <laughs> that was, much age difference. Not, no, but, about four yeah. years. Yeah. But um, it was a great cartoon and it was really fun and yeah it was very two-dimensional but still three-dimensional um and in the way that's drawn it's almost abstract in how everyone's stitched together it's not realistic it's mm-hmm. hard edges on everyone's face and hard lines not hard, defined hard lines. yeah um i'll have to look that up samurai jack okay it's it's really it's a ratio um but it's 
it's really fun. It's a fun read because the artwork does the talking. Um, there's a lot of points where uh, very little narrative is given. Very mm. little um, speech is given. But they'll give you about 10 panels on a page and you're following the story and it's like, oh, this is fun. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I, I love that. What did you think? What did you think of the art? Oh, I love the art. I think it's cool. It's like a like a super. It's like a conglomerate of things. It's like so. Uh, the well, I shouldn't say Frankenstein, but the the Frankenstein's monster. Um, he is he could, he's like a mixture of like different body parts, like different scars, tissues. You know, he's like basically grandma's quilt. Yeah. <laughs> And they could have easily done that and done every single stitching, but they kind of like, you're looking at it and it's like, I was talking yesterday with Dean about witches. It's like, it's almost kind of similar, not exactly, but it's like, you you know, it's there, but it's not. It's like very much up into your interpretation. It's just like conglomerate of figures and things and colors and splotches, but also very beautiful and a a song at the same time. You know, you know what yeah. you're looking at, but you don't. And I think the artwork, Matt, and I, I think you'll remember this, or maybe you won't, I don't know. Um, when we did the saga yeah. episode. Last right? year, yeah. Um, my big thing, and my, my whole thing, and when I spent my time as a writer, and as a reader, specifically, um, is I love characters. Yeah. I think you get nowhere, like you can have a good story and that's fine, but there are no good stories without great deep and rich and gooey characters. And I think the characters in this story are what make it. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go through that. I'm going to go down the list of characters, right? Do it. So we have uh, Mary Shelley, Mm -hmm. right? And I loved her because she was quiet, but Calculated, right? Very deep. Yeah. Very much um, a duck in a pond. Where, like, uh, you know, uh, on the surface, it's very calm and steady and mellow, mm-hmm. but underneath the water, those little feet are just losing their fucking minds. Go on, <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, I loved her character and the way that uh, she kind of narrates the tale. Um, you have her husband, which is a very uh, progressive mind. Yeah. Um, you have a kind of like a schmeckle. Um, schmeckle, okay. Schmeckle, yeah, it's a technical term. A schmeckle! <laughs> uh, it's a schmeckle of, like, a... Uh, piece uh, sidebar characters. You have uh, Lord Byron. You have mm-hmm. um, I don't know if they ever gave his wife a name. Yeah, Harriet. Harriet. Oh Harriet. wait, Lord. No, no, no. That's actually Lord Byron is the poet. Percy is Mary's husband. Yeah, Percy's husband. And then of course we'll get into his ex-wife or current wife, whatever. Yeah, her name is Harriet. Yeah. But um, remember there was that other guy that was there. Um, I don't really remember his name. Anyway, it's not he's not a main character. He's yeah. just kind of like a comic relief character that jabs in. Yeah. Um, but even his character was rich, and you counted on him when you saw his little word bubble. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be witty. Um, I love the fact that it is not Victor Frankenstein that creates yeah. the monster. Yeah. It is Victoria Frankenstein. And her backstory, like. Yeah. What do no, you think of that? I love her backstory. It's very Mulan esque. She. Uh, pretends to be a man so that she can go into medical school because this story takes place in 1815 era. 
not even era, the years. And I can only imagine. So in the 1800s, a woman trying to go to medical school is just preposterous. Unheard of. Blasphemy. Why? What is this world coming to? Can't have a woman operate on me. What is she going to do? Put an egg beater and make an omelet? Like she do? Yeah. She's like confused. What am I, a cake? What is this? She's going to go in for surgery and make breakfast. Right. Don't vacuum out my organs. Vacuum the house, woman. <laughs> So, uh, for the record, we don't actually. I was raised by women. Yeah. <laughs> I married a ridiculously powerful woman yeah. who is running uh, her own podcast. So that was a joke. That was a totally a joke. Yes. Yes. Baseline. You yes. Know. You know, I didn't. I didn't marry a jerk, guys. I didn't. I didn't. Um, no. Yeah. No. No to that. But yes to her. You know, going to medical school as a woman, dressing as a man. Uh, she mulaned it up, and then uh, they were like, wait a minute, you're posing as your cousin, but why is your real cousin in the papers? And she's like, Ooh, you know, kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah, without giving too much away, that's a, it's a really, it's really amazing how they did it. And even the artwork followed suit, you know, you get that uh, stereotypical sepia. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's re- recounting her past. Um, <laughs> Browns and whites will do. Yeah. <laughs> this is old timey. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Hey, man, maybe that's why, because in the Old West, like, their pictures were very sep. They were only sepia. But it's because that's the only colors in the desert. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, what do you got? Dirt. Brown. It's dirt colored. Yeah. You know, what, what are the other colors there? It's leather colored. It's leather, yeah. Do you want a darker leather? Cool. Just char it. <laughs> you get That's true. Leather. It's just fire, leather, and sand. Yeah, pretty much. Those are the only colors you have. Yeah. Um, and blood. And blood. But I loved, I loved uh, her story and and Vicky Frank. Vicky Frankie. Um, I loved uh, the She's the dope. the female iteration of Igor. Imogene. Imogene, um, who is uh, she's very much uh, the female, but then uh. Uh, Victoria is very much non-binary. Yeah, you can tell because she's not really, she's not wearing a, I mean, excuse me, she's wearing a suit and there's a part where Melly, Melly, wow, that's Mary Shelley together, everyone. <laughs> Melly! Thank Give you everyone nicknames. Thank you. Uh, Melly, Miss Mary Shelley, she tells them to go into the other room and just go chill and there's a panel of them in bed together, not obviously having sexual relations, but we don't know, but it's yeah. just they're in the same More bed. Yeah, man, whatever, dude. I don't care. Um, yeah, it, and so it's like, oh, man, are they or aren't they? But it's like, who really cares? Like, do we really have to say that in the story? Like, just assume or think whatever you want. It's not important to the story. No, and that's... I, I love that. In certain stories, I can't wait to the day where it's not a a thing. Yeah, I'd be like, she's gay. Look, everybody, she's gay for, like, 12 pages. You're like, it's got just it. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it's as, it's as understandable as when a guy grabs a girl's hand. Um, they don't make a whole panel zoomed in on a guy in a girl's hand. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, like, we're still in an age where if two females hold hands romantically, it's like, no, devote a panel to it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you have an artistic uh, idea and you make a beautiful piece of art that's held, that's wrapped around, like, two people holding hands and yeah. uh, do, like, it. run with it. Yeah. But if it's just for the sake of just, here's two people holding hands. We can do better. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Um, yeah, and they also mix in, so we got we got women in med- medical school, yeah. crazy. We got men, women in science, just even crazier. And then we've got, so those two things together, we've got reanimation. That's kind of weird. I love the fact that they stayed true 
to the Frankenstein reanimation. Yeah. What's it take? Takes a whole lot of stitches and a whole a lot grip of, lightning. of body parts <laughs> and a whole bunch of lightning. Yeah. And somehow, bam, you got yourself life. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. That's the. I don't, I don't care what these other uh, scientists say. He's electricity, stitches, and flesh. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it's really cool, and I love their take on Frank. He Adam or Adam? Yeah, Frankenstein's yeah. monster, which is actually named Adam after and, the first man. And uh, Adam yeah, and Eve, yeah. yeah. And the idea of why. Yeah. I think in all the other stories, and again, I've never seen the original Frankenstein, I don't know, but the other stories is You someone... know the story, though. Yeah, but we know the story. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very much someone playing God. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, here's, I'm going to create life because I'm that much of a brain. Yeah. Um, whereas Victoria Frankenstein's like, no, I needed to create the perfect man. Because he's going to fight for my liberation. Isn't that crazy that she had to make a man because this man did not exist in that time? Well, that's a little backwards thinking because you don't need no man. Am I right? Am I right? That was a high five. Get, yeah, yeah, did we get the high five on the soundtrack? Yeah, we did. Beautiful. Beautiful. But um, I love that. I love the fact that she was like, no, I'm going to create this perfect man who will stand for us. And he just so happens to be a eight-foot-tall killing machine. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. I loved how when he's come back to life, uh, his first reaction was to aggressively defend. Um, no, ag- aggressively kiss uh, Victoria. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and aggressively defend. Yeah. Um, once he he was learned and you know learned. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then let's talk about the, for a little bit the Tarzan Jane moment between. Oh, that was great. Yeah, between Mary and Adam, where Mary's like, well, let's not kill him because he's so aggressive. How about we teach him our ways? And so she takes this time and she teaches him literature and math. And just he comes out of it and he's like an upstanding gentleman, you know? Yeah, speaks like eloquent full sentences where literally like a like two pages past, his first words were like, Argh. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it's a fun, I've never seen it before. Me neither, and I like that. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a totally different take, but it is at the same time. It's like just even that little minuscule um, change is really important because it's like giving someone a chance, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And then uh, without giving too much away, uh, monsters do as monsters do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, the time comes to 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 correct that indiscretion, uh, and and. Uh, Frank has to be put down, but Adam. <laughs> uh, sorry, I call him Frank. Uh, the thing is that we call Adam Adam. It's like, oh, well, who's Adam? Uh, if I if I were if we're reviewing Frankenstein's monster or Mary Shelley, uh, I say Frank. I'm pretty sure I was gonna be like, oh, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, talking yeah. About Frank. Um, but yeah, I loved how his character continues on, and it's. It's all, it's a study in human nature from mm-hmm. Mary Shelley's really, like, gripping panels of her, like, making decisions in her brain, where it's all her narration from her diary that's being read. Mm-hmm. Um, very you, old English. Yeah. Very easy to understand, yeah. And you see it, and you read it, and it's like, ooh, um, to, to Frank's just evolution from uh, primitive to child to uh, 
almost villain. He's not really a villain, he's but he's a villain. On, he's not on purpose. Like, he just has this moment, like, um, like in the Frankenstein books where he's like, whoa, I have nobody in this world for me to love. I'm going to go create this love. And we have a Bride of Frankenstein moment there, too, where he creates uh, somebody who I'm not going to say. I'm not going to give it away who he turns yeah. into Bride of Frankenstein. But uh, he does, and he does it very quickly over a month's time, by the way. Uh, but also something I want to touch on is the subject of marriage. Speaking of marriage. Right. Me and you, marriage. Flew over that. Yeah. Um, so Percy is Mary Shelley's husband. He is already a married man to a woman he has had two children with. Bum, bum, bum. You don't get yes. that till after number three. I know. You don't get that for a while. And they, that's kind of a slow progression forward uh, to that. But however... So the the wife, her name is Harriet, she comes back and she demands money from him because she found out where he is and that who his wife is, who his new wife is or whatever, and she's demanding money. And I love that instead of Mary Shelley being like, you deal with it, babe, she's like, yo, uh, you've already had two kids that are of your lineage yeah, you should probably change, um, give her the child support essentially that she is desiring right now. And I love that because she was like, Mary could have easily been like, oh no, I don't know what to do, Percy. She's going to hitch me. You know what I mean? But she was like, uh, don't be a douche, man. Yeah, I love that. I love those panels where, you know, you go from, uh, I, I love Mary Shelley's reaction. Yes, that's what I'm saying. When, when yeah. the messenger first comes in mm-hmm. and he's like, you're wife found you and Mary Shelley's like everyone's like oh goodness and Mary is very much like how the hell did she find us yeah like it wasn't um he wasn't dastardly in the fact that he like cheated or he hit something no if anything he was completely honest with Mary Mm -hmm. but I think that given the time given the era and honestly we live in a culture sadly where uh Ignorance is sometimes viewed as bliss. Yeah, um, I can see that. So to see a female character portrayed as informed, yeah, uh, not just strong, not just strong-willed, not just courageous, but informed, I think that's really freaking cool. And it's different, especially for like an 1800-like timepiece, essentially. Women aren't portrayed that way. They're only device or their only goal in life is to get the most upstanding gentleman to be their person i.e um what's the jane austen one with Kira knightley mr darcy <laughs> pride and prejudice there we there go it is. though i love that it's still like the ultimate ep- epitomized portrayal of how a woman during that time like what she thinks about from her day to day and this one is certainly like, actually, no, what's on her brain is science. And the fact that like her whole goal is to just be part of this reanimation process with Victoria Frankenstein is more important to her than her new marriage is different. Like, it's incredible. Don't worry, babe. I'm not going to go reanimate anything. You're super <laughs> important to me. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have enough stitches or lightning. We live yeah, in Los no. Angeles. <laughs> Sorry. Two of the main ingredients are missing. I know. We don't. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I really like just their portrayal of marriage in general. It's very different. Like, it was different and the same and a spin and we accept it, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the characters are very real. Uh, they're very flawed. Very, yeah. Uh, Mary was, you could say she is uh, overly 
um, ambitious when it comes to a flipping monster. Yeah. Uh, Percy is kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, he, he uh, is upset because his first wife cheated on him, but then he leaves and flees and marries someone else. But then he's not paying for his other two children that the first wife had. Yeah, your past will haunt you. Yeah, yeah. like literally, like it's a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's it, the characters are very honest and real, and uh, there was no reaction in there from any character that was. Uh, it wasn't thought out. Gen- what well, was it? It didn't come from. It, it was very genuine in yeah. the reactions. It was very, everybody was very true to source, very true to self and how they reacted to what was happening around them. You know, Victoria Frankenstein has that moment where, uh, when they reanimate Frank and he kisses her, where she's like, nope, this this went wrong, start over, nuke him with the the electricity and uh, clear his brain, wipe it. And Mary had a very honest reaction saying like, no, she wanted to be a mother. She was ready. She already had a, a child in her stomach, right? Yeah, yeah. So she already had those like motherly ambitions to begin with and she's like no, no no i can teach him i can make him better um yeah when adam meets harriet who storms the gates of the house and is like you're gonna give me my money and she Touches smacks him. victoria yeah. um adam has a very true to form character he's a monster who was designed and built to to literally uh pledge his allegiance to protect his master which is victoria yeah. um he does probably one of the most awesomest things in there. He just slices her arm in one panel. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, whoa, that's... And that's where the gore comes in. There yeah. is a lot of gore. It is crazy because the gore comes in um, when they're actually reanimating the monster. When, um, in the end, when they when we, fi- um, when we discover who Bride of Frankenstein, who he's created, is um, at this moment when he slices off her arm. And then there's a lot of guns in here. And then they... They, you know, they kind of like have a moment where they suit up and go get Adam. Um, it's it's very cool. And then there's a moment where they're not sure that he's dead. It's very like Halloween Mike Myers moment. It's like, don't worry, guys, it's the end of the movie. But we kind of did an inconspicuous death and you did not see him die. Oh, wait, surprise, Halloween 3. What's up? <laughs> he is not dead. No D.E.D. here. So I really like that. Yeah, I love that part. Um to go backwards just a, a smidge I love the colors when it came to the gore and just in the comic because for the most part everything is gray yeah. and and black and like a really light pale green except for the blood which hey, is bright red and Mary's hair I was just gonna say that like I love it makes red it like is, pop red is hardly used in this comic I feel like because there's a moment where we have this big like splash page where it's the the, the mansion the house that they're all in but there's no walls it's very transparent and the only way that you can find Mary Shelley is with the dot of her red hair yeah and I was like oh I love that I know where she is at all times I know I know where our main gal is yeah. yeah, no, I dug that. Um, I loved, I I loved his uh, con- concoction of the Bride of Frankenstein, like his version. Yeah, and they explain it in the story as well. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but there's a portion where they, where Mary's kind of like looking back on everything, and she says like, "We created Adam to protect and understand us." And because we taught him that that's something to do, he went ahead and when he ran away, um, even though he did it <laughs> horrifically, yeah, um, he did the same. 
Mm. He created his bride to be his companion, to be his protector. And you can't, you know what though? In that Frankenstein story, like I can't freaking blame the dude. I'd be the same way. Like, I mean, also, how did he? Did he like go to medical school like for that month? Like, what happened? Mary Shelley's a really good teacher. Yeah, <laughs> she has this all the books. He, <laughs> he, this is how you reanimate your own monster. Yeah, totally. I don't know if this is gonna if they help you out in the future, Adam. But we're just gonna go through this real quick. Real quick, just real quick. Notes. This, Take the notes. This is reanimation day. This is how you were made. I made photocopies of the how to. Yeah. Here's a syllabus. Um, yeah, for sure. It was really good. Like, even that and uh, the pain in Adam once, you know, his bride is, is, you know, killed that. And I love the fact that every time um, you have a moment where Adam uh, is kind of. Uh, attacked or you think he's defeated yeah he lets loose like a little sentence like a little yeah I'll be back it's see me again it's very like cliche horror movie but it's so good like give me there's a some cliches are a cliche for a reason and I really like that one a cliche yeah I'll be back yeah Um, but even after all of this happens and only probably like three four five people were really part of the setting um fast forward a little bit mary takes this to a publisher so the reason why this story happens is because there's a contest for like the they get bored essentially and they're like who can make this amazing horror story because all the other horror stories are just really lame her and her buddies basically because they're stuck in this mansion um and uh, so she so she writes this whole tale and what happens to her. And then she puts it forth as a work of fiction, saying that it's real. Fiction is real. Yeah. No, fiction is fake. Fiction is fake. Nonfiction. Nonfiction is real. Are you sure? I'm not. A, we have Google. We have Google. Um, I am. You know, people are yelling me at from their cars. She puts it forth as a real story. It really happened. Um she puts it forth as a weird, real story, and the publisher's like, "Pah, um, yeah, the fuck right. That did not happen. Um, also, you're a woman that's putting forth uh, a book. I'm pretty sure you're lying. And also, uh, we can acqu- you could be acquitted for murder. No, uh, an ac- accomplice. Accomplice for murder. Accomplice for murder. Uh, so you probably don't want me to put this out there. And she's like, okay. And he's like, why don't you go rewrite it uh, uh, as, fiction. as fiction or non as a as, as a fake story? As a fake story. Okay. Yep. Cool. I took AP Lit. <laughs> it's fine. I don't need it now. But that's, I think that's beautiful. I love I loved that aspect of it because in around issue four, there's a moment at the very beginning where I don't know if she's she's walking into the to the publisher's house, but um, another guy is asking to have his story published. Yeah, and Lord Byron for vampires. Yeah, for ba- vampires. Yeah, and someone else shows up, Gippo or, or Yippo. I don't know. You know, I forget his name, but he's like, I told you not to publish it. Like they're gonna get you. Yeah, and it's like, hold on, are vampires real in this world too? And it's yeah, like, yeah. and he's like, no, 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 it's a, you're not, they're not real. And he's like, they're real. They're going to kill you if you write this story. Yeah. Um, I so love I, that. I love the fact that it makes you like question like, well, and that's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it, there was no, there was an ending to one story, mm-hmm. but it's not Mary Shelley Frankenstein story. It's a Mary Shelley monster. Hunter, yeah. For all we know. Uh, 
another tour guide could smash into a wall and she finds another journal. Wait, we didn't talk about that part. Oh, that's right. So in the very, 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 very beginning, we actually start off in the, like, Mary Shelley's home and it's in present day. It's not in the 1800s. And they're doing, like, a tour or something, like, like like on a field trip or a museum. And this tour guide's like, yep, this is where she wrote the great book. But there could be a manuscript that nobody knows about. Q guy who puts his his like he, he how ste- do you even do that? He steps forward and he puts his foot like in through the, the floor. through the floor. And I mean the house is just like oh Stompy McStomperson. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, man? Stop stomping around this old historic <laughs> home. Don't you see the sign on the wall that says no stomping? <laughs> you see the sign? This house is old as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing? Stomping around? <laughs> the house is old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Use your inside steps. Inside <laughs> steps. This is... <laughs> we have ballet slippers at the door. Put them on. Come on, uh, twinkle toes. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so what happens is this guy's like, I'm going to sue. And the lady's like, oh, no. And then the, he leaves. He's like, whatever. Um, he doesn't actually say it. I think she said, we better be careful or else somebody's going to sue. Anyway, yes. she um, goes through the hole and there's a manuscript. And that's how she figures out this whole story. Yeah, and that's how you get that narration from Mary. Because right. you're actually peeking into her journal. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was It was just exquisitely done and that's a phrase i don't throw around lightly um because i think when you do something funky and put your own spin to it yeah like you deserve some credit and uh adam glass and olivia and hayden uh they crushed it with this story no dude they totally crushed they, it they did a great job and um while there is nothing in the pipeline coming through so far as we it, know i can't so find anything know, about it maybe I'm crazy. um but it's such a good story for halloween time for this being death room. We have ghosts in this house. Do you know that? I didn't say anything. They're just in that closet. It's weird. I know. Um, It's a killer read. Ha! Ah. Pun intended. Pun intended. Well, awesome. I am so glad that you recommended this, and I'm so glad that you had me read it um and i'm glad that it's part of this because like i was like hey babe you're definitely going to be on these 31 days of horror and you're like yeah what am i going to do hmm and then you said mary shelley and i was like fuck yeah i love it let's do it and we're here well i there's very few um halloween comic books that i know of a and b ones that i'm like ooh, i want to read it um this one is one that i'm like this this will probably be like a staple read for me for like every like Halloween. Like every Halloween. Like, oh, I gotta get Mary Shelley. It's a really quick read. It took me like 30 minutes to get through. Because yeah. there's not a whole lot of words. Like, the art does a lot of the talking for you. You know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a quick read. I think I read the whole thing uh, just the other day um, while you were watching a movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took me like two or three hours, maybe. Tons. Yeah, not even. But it, it's, it's a very quick read. It's the artwork's on point. Um, it leaves you... Wanting more, which is not a bad thing. But but here's the thing: like, I don't want more out of this story. Like, I think that it's really good if it's a one shot. I would love to own the actual volume itself because I think it would just be just really gorgeous. And I get really nervous around issues because they're so fragile. Um, But oh yeah, these are in the plastics, and they'll go right back in the plastics. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Cool, man. Awesome. Well, we're doing the nouns. You yeah I but here's the thing I like the rating system. However, I feel like anybody that comes on here, they're only gonna come on here with a five. 
You know what I'm saying? I'll give it a four. <laughs> Don't you dare give it a four. This deserves like a bajillion. Um, let's do ratings. Why not? It's a tradition around here. I don't know why I said that like a old Yiddish, Yiddish lady. No, you haven't done all fives though. There's I haven't been, done all fives. There's been some uh, some uh, flaming poo bags that you've read. How did? That's what I call it exactly. That's exactly I what I call it. Uh, what can I say? You married a wordsmith. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. But, um, uh, yeah. Would you I, give it? <laughs> I would give it uh, five uneven stitches. Five uneven stitches. Like all crisscrossed and angled stitches. at different angles. And yeah, 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 for sure. As I, I always forget to grab a noun, even though it's my tradition. Um, actually, I would say five Bride of Frankenstein's, even though it's not what they call her in this. Um, because why the heck not? He can make as many women as he wants. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> why not make a roller derby team? I don't know. <laughs> you only need That's five. That's the next story. If they're oh all my on gosh. skates. <laughs> hey guys, Adam Glass, could you please write a roller derby story with with Bride of Frankenstein's? Dude, that's scary. I'm gonna still let me tell you what to do. Okay. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Uh. Thanks for coming on, babe. <laughs> yeah. This was this a fast episode? This was a fast episode. How long? Were I don't we? know. You had a lot to say. We got a lot in in 45 minutes ish. Oh but, wow, uh, that's too long. I feel like we need to give them 15 more minutes of content. No, no, no. no. We're good. I think we got plenty in there. Um. Wow, just, this is the part. The music on me right now. Get out of here! We gotta go. We gotta go watch how, more How I Met Your Mother. That is very true. That's not a very Halloween thing, but I just it's love it. I know. We were just watching it. We want to go watch it some more. Um, cool. I would ask where we could find you in cyberspace, but um, I'm usually on your Instagram. You're just on <laughs> tagged on my Instagram. What do you do? You're an IT guy. I'm an IT guy. I uh, <laughs> I fix stuff uh, in the house, outside of the house. Um, I also cook. You are a very good cook. I, I do my best. Yeah. Um, and I bartend? You bartend? Yeah, I make drinks. Yeah. Um, my good. current drink that I'm working on is wine. Oh, water. Because of my previous drink, which was wine. Which was wine. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, babe. Well, let's go watch more How I Met Your Mother as you set down your water on the table. Yeah. Um, cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, um, hey, hey. Happy Halloween. Hey, happy Halloween. All right. Happy yeah. Halloween. It's super, it's almost Halloween. It's almost my 30th birthday. Um, it's very exciting. Um, cool, man. I was going to say something, but I guess I'll just say roll outro. Actually, I should also say <laughs> tomorrow you should join us, me, uh, for the fourth day of 31 days. We'll edit that so that the part before doesn't sound. Horror. <laughs> Now you can cue the outro. Cue it! Jim! Do you have a gem? No gem. There's no gem. There's no gem. Thank you for tuning in to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast 31 Days of Horror. If you like what you're hearing, please follow OCD on any of your favorite podcatchers. Take it a step further and leave a five-star Apple Podcast review. <laughs> that really helps me out. Thank you. You can follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast or facebook.com slash OCD podcast. Tune in tomorrow as I review another horror Halloween comic. <laughs>